Welcome to The Lifted Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Denham. I'm a confidence mentor for women, and this is a place for us to talk about what we're doing every day to raise our vibration and understand ourselves more deeply as energetic beings and co-creators. My intention is to help you clear out any mental or spiritual blocks that are keeping you from leading the most happy, fulfilling, successful life that you could possibly lead. This podcast is about activating our highest potential, healing in mind, body, and spirit, and above all, holding space for our humanity as we explore the depths of what it means to be human. All right, my friends, we're back at it again. Uh, quickly before I forget, merch is live. I was teasing that I was launching merch a little bit on my Instagram recently. It didn't feel like quite the right time, but our lifted merch is up. Hoodies, tote bags, crew necks, stunning. I've really been enjoying, I've been like wearing the tote bag a lot, the really basic uh, lifted tote bag for like carrying my laptop to the cafe, all my things, all my groceries. So check that out. Links in the description below. Have fun with that. Um, oh my goodness, you guys, how are we doing making it out of Scorpio season? Actually, we're still in the thick of it, aren't we? I was making some memes this morning and oh my Lord, it's been a little bit of a dumpster fire on my end, but you know what? The best lessons come out of those little dumpster fires. Uh, we talked about this uh, quite a bit recently, I know in the last couple of episodes, but boundaries are being reinforced, new identities are coming up to get air and be witnessed. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about reclaiming our power today, for sure. Our, our theme is overcoming the paralysis of expectations that we set upon ourselves and that we take in from society. I do want to say, because I think this is an eternal and important reminder for us all at all times, you know, that social media has led us to believe that everybody's lives are so glamorous and that everybody has it all figured out. And it leads us to strive to copy and paste those lifestyles that we see being given to us on our feed at all times, you know, the perfectly manicured looking life. Um, and it is absolutely necessary to remind ourselves that every single one of us is going through our own human struggle and our own experiences that are very unique to every one of us. And one thing I love about being a mentor and working so intimately and deeply with women is that it peels back the curtain for all of us and is so beautiful and healing to witness each other in these really vulnerable environments where we realize, wow, I'm really not alone in my experience. Um, I had a client recently ask me, Helen, are you are you truly happy doing what you're doing? Uh, she's she's building a beautiful brand and business for herself. And she's, you know, moving through these curiosities of like, am I going to be happy as a, as a coach myself and and all these things. And it made me really emotional when she asked me that because I feel so deeply in my purpose working in the healing world because we're all mirrors of each other and we're all navigating so much all together at the same time. Some some months and some weeks, it's a lot lighter and it feels really easy to be alive and to be incarnated as a human. And some other weeks, we're really doing some heavy lifting. And um, so I just responded to her, you know, Absolutely. And I think happiness is a little bit misunderstood in our society. And I actually would lean toward using the word satisfied and fulfilled, which I'll refer to a little bit later. But that's all to say, I just want to come back to this point that like, 
we don't all live in this like fairy tale all the time. And I think it's detrimental to be served that all the time online. Like, oh my God, she's like, she's so rich. She's traveling all the time. She's got the most gorgeous clothes. She's got this like hot boyfriend who seems to love her so much. She's so educated, all these things. It's like, yes, and like, yes, all of that can exist and it does exist. Um, and I don't know a single person that really lives in this reality where everything is so shiny and so perfect all the time. And I don't think that it should be, you know, I think we need a little resistance in our lives to evolve. And I think that's what we're here to do. I think we all came to earth knowing and signing up for whatever mission we were going to get set on. So a, a big part of purpose, faith, and fulfillment is deepening that trust and that remembrance of, okay, I'm not here on accident. I'm not here by mistake. And let me figure out how I can embrace my humanity so that when I see all of these glamorous looking photos that I'm scrolling through hundreds and hundreds of them every day, I am easier with myself. I'm more gentle with myself. And I understand that actually my struggle plays a huge importance in my well-being at the end of the day. And it makes me a stronger person, a stronger soul, and a stronger spirit. So maybe next lifetime, things are going to look a little different. I've been reading this really phenomenal book called The Initiation by Elizabeth Hike. And she's talking about this a little bit in her past life memories of being an Egyptian princess, basically being initiated into her spiritual awakening at, at the young age of, of 16. And there's a point where she's talking with her own master, her own teacher about incarnating as a princess in this lifetime, um, you know, and the daughter of the Pharaoh. Um, and then in another lifetime, incarnating as this beggar who was reaching enlightenment in uh, the avenue of poverty. So I think we have to understand and acknowledge that our struggle serves a deep, deep purpose. Um, and there's also a beautiful striving for better at all times, I think, that we can rise to the occasion of. And that's why it's so important to set intentions when we wake up in the morning and to truly reflect before we go to bed. Um, I usually, I turn off the lights and I, and I get into bed at the end of the day, but I give myself a good hour. Like I consciously do not go to sleep until I've deeply reflected on the day, figured out where I can be really proud of myself and, and what I'm grateful for. And just acknowledge everything that, that shifted that day and what I even did because it's so easy to forget these things, right? So it's, it's really important to recap for our brain health, first of all, but also for our studies of our own selves and our own spirits. So, you know, I think this pattern of inquisition and attunement and refining is just part of this. And I think we need to stop villainizing the struggle so much and feeling like, we're failures or we're not enough if we're not matching what society is putting in our line of sight at all times because I think it can't be said enough that we live in a consumerist economy. We live in a capitalist economy where, you know, the United States is trying to sell us something to keep the economy going at all times. And I know most parts of the world too, but um, I have really, really keyed into that recently, just 
taking much more time away from social media, I've just been like, whoa, I'm so, I'm being de-influenced right now. I have cravings a lot less around buying things or becoming a certain kind of person. I'm much more in my own lane right now. So I think it's just good to keep a sharp eye on why we're being fed what we're fed in terms of media and where we are self-abandoning because we're trying to match this reality that actually doesn't really exist because we don't have the full picture of something. Every time we see a photo go up or a reel go up or anything that we're consuming, we have to understand that we're only seeing the light aspect of that and there's a shadow that accompanies it always and the shadow is equally worthy and valuable as we know from our inner child healing we know that uh, that plays an imperative part in our life cycle so that's a lot of kind of rambling for our intro I hope that's making sense you know I just want to just kick off with that reminder because we're talking about expectations that we set on ourselves in this episode let's break out of that matrix of comparison as much as we can and as consciously as we can and just come back to the truth of the matter and remember that your experience is not isolated like every single one of us is going through our own internal struggle at one point or another and absolutely there are these openings where we might have a really long stretch of just like absolute bliss and peace like you feel that when you fall in love you feel that when you get the new job and the new house whatever it's awesome uh, and you know we shouldn't just abandon ourselves. We don't have to abandon ourselves when it doesn't feel like we're on that high all the time. Yeah. Okay. So I, you know, guys, I, uh, if you listen to my last episode, you know, I'm doing a lot more of extensive writing. I'm sitting down like once a week to just do a lot more writing and then bring that to you through the podcast. So it's more succinct and that you get the message more clearly. So here we go. And before we really kick off, I'm so excited to tell you that I have added more single sessions to my offerings library. So if you've been feeling called to truly deepen your healing during this season, definitely check that out. The sessions range from confidence building power sessions to quantum healing hypnosis sessions to EFT tapping healing sessions and beyond. So I'm so excited to see it in there. And you can find that link to explore those sessions in the description below. Striving for a better life is an innate part of the human condition. Self-betterment is ingrained in the depths of our psyche from the time we can self-actualize, from the time we look in the mirror and realize, whoa, that's me, that's my identity. And this is good for the most part. Striving to be better nudges us to take more calculated risks and inevitably creates a higher standard of living over time. Striving to improve includes setting goals and developing a plan of action to take us to that quote-unquote promised land, right? However, as we set goals, we set expectations of ourselves. And not only that, our goals are often based on society's expectations of us and what is deemed as acceptable in the zeitgeist. And this is where the waters begin to muddy a bit. So the invitation is to separate your own desires and expectations of yourself from the expectations of the mainstream if you authentically disagree with the lifestyle that you're being peddled. Because the truth is that we're all playing a role. Life is one big play and we're the actors. So the question is, who's writing your script? Who's pulling the strings? If you're allowing someone outside of yourself to write your life scripts like the trendsetters, the influencers, the people we're watching in movies, the celebrities, even the books and the educators that we're tuning into, 
if you're allowing anybody else beyond yourself to write your script, do you actually find it to be in alignment with your true north? Do you actually feel in alignment with what you're being given and what you're being fed? This is that zoom out. This is that observational stance that we get to take. You were born with free will. We're all born with free will, but sometimes this is forgotten. At any minute, though, you can choose to change the narrative of your life's movie. You are the director, actor, and crew of your movie. When we forget our own free will, we end up in scenes, scenarios that feel draining instead of empowering. And to awaken is to return to the source of your power, to that creative consciousness that has always been alive, but perhaps not activated within you. To reclaim your power and sit confidently in the director's chair of your life is to cultivate a happy, happier existence. And when I say happy, I don't mean it's all rainbows and butterflies all the time, right? That's what I was pointing to in the beginning of this episode, because that would be boring and happiness would lose its meaning. So I really equate happiness with satisfaction. Do you feel proud of yourself at the end of the day? Are you building something that ignites purpose within you? Are you fulfilled? Are you connected? Are you unified with your community? So as you listen to this, just pause for a moment to reflect on where you're living out the expectations of society that you don't actually authentically agree with and begin to make a plan to turn that around. The deeper layer of that is really sitting in meditation or sitting with your journal and writing and exploring on what's my authentic code? Who am I? Using your discernment. You can actually list this out, you guys. You know, you can list out, here's what I like here's what I like. And here's what I don't like. Start to get super clear on what is in alignment with you and your value system and what is not. It could be really simple. Like I like tea or I like coffee. I like cities. I like nature. (laughs) You know, I like luxury. I like a more rustic vibe. Like it's that simple to start to get familiar with your authentic code. And it's really important to check in on this because we do change over time. So that's my side note is to like get clear on what your true north actually looks like. And then you can see what is not in alignment with that. So let me give you a little uh, closing example here of what I've been moving through in regards to expectations that uh, I allowed to be placed upon me from that unconscious state, right? So recently, I had a wave of shame come over me. I really felt like a failure because of the expectations I thought I had to live up to to be a valuable person. Um, And those expectations hadn't panned out like I thought they should. My life hadn't panned out like I thought it should. Keyword should. (laughs) I thought, really, I thought in this cycle, I was like, wow, I should be a lot busier. Like, I've been relaxing too much. I've been taking it too easy. Like, I should really be hustling a lot more. And I was moving through that societal programming that busyness equals worthiness and intrinsic value. So that shame moved through me for a few minutes. I felt like physically ill. I felt sick. Um, But then I remembered this beautiful prompt from Byron Katie. So I'm going to play it out for you. I'm going to I'm going to give you these prompts, basically one through five, and then I'll show you how I work through them. So the first question, the first prompt is name the issue. So the issue for me was I feel like a failure. Second prompt. Is it true? Is it true? My answer to that? Actually, no. In fact, I've made more money this year than ever before. So it's not a matter of that and worthiness around financial well-being. 
I'm in better health than I was last year. My jeans are fitting better. My skin's looking better. I'm surrounded by people I love. I'm traveling to some of my favorite places and cities at any given time. And my spiritual practices are excelling. So, hmm, interesting. The statement that I'm a failure actually doesn't feel very true. The third prompt is really doubling down on this. <laughs> is it really, really true? So you really get to question this. And I thought, wow, it's not really true at all. The idea that I'm some kind of failure isn't true at all because my authentic idea of success actually looks like a ton of free time to explore and relax. Success to me looks nothing like working hours and hours a day. That makes me feel terrible. And to me, actually, success looks more like a 10-hour work week, a four-hour work week. And I realize I'm actually working a lot more than I think because work feels so much like play to me. I'm actually creating like all the time. Okay, so that's our third prompt. Number four, fourth prompt. How do I feel when I think that limiting thought? So how do I feel when I think the thought I'm a failure, right? So my response to that was, I feel sad. I feel deeply, deeply sad and really depressed. Pretty simple, right? Doesn't feel good to think that thought. Okay. And then the fifth and the final prompt is, what is the outcome of thinking that thought? What's the outcome of thinking the thought I'm a failure? So for me, the outcome is when I, when I think those thoughts often enough, I want to hide from the world. I want to hide when I feel like a failure and I actually become very stagnant and I get even sadder and more depressed. And then I don't want to share my gifts. I don't open up to life and I disappear in so many ways and that doesn't help anybody. Okay. And yeah, it was amazing to move through that practice all in about 10 minutes, <laughs> 10 minutes of journaling really alchemized that thought and that fear pretty fast, really fast. And that's what I would refer to as like quantum leaping, because I remember, you know, I actually had this thought, I was like, wow, when I have previously been in cycles of this, you know, feeling like a failure or something like this, or anything that makes me feel sad, uh, in the past, it would have taken me maybe a couple days to move through that, or maybe at least a few hours. But um, when you can get that heightened awareness and that consciousness to tap into questioning that fear, you can transform that really, really fast. So amazing. Please do try that exercise um, to alchemize any limiting belief that you might be moving through and specifically expectation that's holding you back from your highest potential. Okay. That's our show. <laughs> that's our episode. I love you guys so much. Keep going. I know our Scorpio season, we didn't talk about it very much, but uh, if you haven't really tuned into what's up with Scorpio season, tune into my last uh, self-care Sunday live. I talked a lot about the energies at hand. We've, we've been pulling cards there. That's how I've been kind of staying in touch with socials while I'm on my little break. Um, so, okay, my darlings, bless sending you a big virtual hug. DM me, let me know what your takeaways are, and I'll talk to you on the next one.